episode 125 of Checkpoint Chat. My name, as always, Alessandro Barbosa. Matthew, as always, Figuera, joining me. <laughs> it's the square root. No, it's not the square root. What is It's five times five is 25 times five is 125. What is it when you... Quick it's five math. cubed. That's it. Five cubed. It's a five cubed episode. It's definitely not five. Oh, is it five cubed? Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Quick and math. You, do you question my boomer maths? <laughs> this is this is what we learned in my dad. No, what we learned Listen, in your I, dad. I don't know. Sometimes I, you know, I have to question you because while I use calculators, you used an abacus. You know, because you're old. So that is probably the rudest thing you've ever said to me in my whole life. <laughs> Abacuses like were dope. Abacus. I remember using those in like grade one and two. Did you did you use it to go, damn, grand and grandpa? That's this is so cool. Damn boomer. <laughs> No wonder you're you, so slow. Look how slow you can do maths. Imagine this computer. Uh, what would you? What are grand? If I'm a boomer and par- well, if parents are boomers, what are mm. grandparents? Um, like, what is the what is the term for them? Are they also just boomers? Is that the umbrella term for anyone older than? I guess nowadays it 40? is just the umbrella term. But I mean, boomer comes from the baby boomer generation. Yeah, so. which is technically our parents. Yeah, so 1960s around then. Uh, <laughs> Before that is like the lost generation. I don't know. World Wars. Yeah, I was just going to say the, the surviving generation. Yeah, the, the survivors. Two World <laughs> and then you got the survivors and then the survivors are like, man, we really got to have children. And then you had the boomers. And the boomers came. The boomers gave birth to so many groups. Millennials, Zillennials, Zoomers, all these. All the all good groups. people, man. All the, <laughs> all all the, the good, good people. people. You know, I mean, what would the world be without us millennials? It would be a better place because there would be less avocado on toast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that sounds like a that. worse place. I, <laughs> I don't know like about you, place. but I that, that sounds horrible. I'm, no, I'm all for avocado on toast. Smashed avocado. Although on that, it's funny how millennials are, you know, avocados and millennials go together like spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay. It's funny how it's become a thing, though. Like avocado is—you can go to a restaurant and be like, "We'll serve you for breakfast smash toast on a piece of uh, artisan bread." And like it's just ever on. on and toast. you'll pay like, like sixty rand for it, no problem. <laughs> I think Tasha's does it, yeah. Yeah, and the dash of balsamic vinegar and seasoning. I'm like, okay, that's just vinegar and salt. Like, and don't make little it fancy cherry tomatoes, it is. little roasted little cherry tomatoes. <laughs> That'll be a 80 rand plus two. Yep. Like, oh, 100% <laughs> that's how they're charging you. And that is why we can't afford houses. Yeah. Th- thanks, boomers. This mm. is all your fault. <laughs> you've lured us into your trap of avocado and toast. And we yeah, cannot avocados. resist. You've, oh God. you've found our weakness. I mean, what else do you want from us? The money. I don't know. <laughs> money. I would love money. I mean, we could rob a bank. I would love money. I would love like cheaper housing that would be great you know the things yeah, that ha- things that ba- are important buying a house today is just a let me tell you Lenska and I we, we often just have a look as a matter of interest <laughs> like what what is on the market and then we're like hmm, we could probably afford that and then we work out the bond repayments and yeah, then levies yeah. and then we're like yeah maybe not probably, you we know could, we could probably afford it but we'll just never enjoy life again we'll never get to go out never get to buy anything yeah yeah never get to travel lenska whispers in my ear from the side here you do like a cursory like load up of uh news uh, not news 24 property 24 mm. 
and and you like convince yourself that you can afford these things that you can't mm. it's just like nope it's not her oh i mean shani and i have been looking at that a lot because we are planning to like move out somewhere next year uh but mm. but we're only renting because we still have to figure out if we uh if we're going to murder each other when living alone <laughs> you know it's a very important step it's an important step got to live together first before you think of mm. going further i mean you date someone for seven years and then you find out that they you know they secretly hate gaming and then you've like got to they gotta hate avocado on toast you're like yeah what? they eat th- or they eat breakfast in bed and just like <gasps> leave all the crumbs no. in bed <laughs> lenska's forbidden from eating in bed I'm like no. Uh, is it something that she likes doing, and you were just like no? No. This every, is... every now and then she's like, hmm, maybe we should have like coffee and biscuits in bed. I'm like, no, no. maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. You know, maybe you should no. go sit in the corner and think about mm. what you've just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but living together is a very important step because that it's like you said, you it, there's a difference to dating someone for so long and then actually being in each other's space all the mm. time. That's when you learn. If you really love someone or not. <laughs> and people are like, oh, but you go on holiday together. It's like, it's not the same. When you're on holiday, firstly, you're in like a holiday mode. It's like mm. very different. Yeah. Um, you know, living together is like, how do you deal with each other after a day of work? You know, how do you... you just murder each other. Yeah. How do you how do you juggle like, okay, we got to make dinner and we got to do this and that. Like, I, I think who it's does really the important dishes, to you make figure stuff, that out. Who does all the shopping? Yeah. Yeah. Who does, you know. Who folds yeah. all the ironing? Who puts the ironing <gasps> away? I hate ironing so much. I'm so. <laughs> you God. know why I hate ironing? It's because I'm so slow at it. Like, it just takes so long. It's it's one activity. Look, look. Hanging, hanging, washing. Okay, ironing and just washing in general. I think doing the washing itself, putting it in the machine, cool. That's not hmm. a problem. Easy. Taking it out and having to hang it though. And then go out later and take it down. I'm like, nah, I hate it. It's a pain. I hate it so it's much. It's a real pain. I, it I've makes expressed... you wonder why tumble dryers like don't work. Yeah, it's like I, I also don't understand. It's like tumble dryers, <clears throat> they they dry clothes, but they shrink them. I'm like, well, yeah. how have we not solved this problem? Yeah, it's like 2020. How have we not solved this? Uh, I mean, it is a dilemma. Like mm. really, like today it's raining. Can't dry clothes. Why, mm. why have this amazing thing that's the size of a washing machine that is literally useless because and, the one purpose every it's household built for, has it, it does it wrong. <laughs> every household, well, not every household, most households have a tumble dryer and it just, it's there, never gets used. I'm like, why, did, why do we own this? Yeah, like, I don't get it. It's like, it's like owning a TV that then just doesn't have a picture. It's like, <laughs> why the fuck did I buy you? Like, L- listen, this TV will, will, will show you you know series and movies and everything however it'll hurt your eyes yeah it'll you, hurt your make eyes make you have eye difficulties like well then why or would i buy this it will turn off every 30 seconds or <laughs> or it will delete netflix every 30 seconds like what yeah i don't listen. understand man tumble dryers fucking bizarre and people listen. still buy them like I, I don't get it i i just don't get it well, I was just going to say modern tumble dryers. Okay, hear me out here. Because every household I know has a tumble dryer that's like fresh out of the 50s or something. It's just uh, this piece of, piece of um, well, this appliance that's been handed down for generations since 
since the Great War Wars of <laughs> World War One. <laughs> Maybe that's anyone, why it's so shit. Yeah. yeah, has anyone actually bought a modern tumble dryer? Can someone confirm that modern tumble dryers don't shrink clothes? I, w- I want to know from someone who has a modern modern tumble dryer if they can just throw in the clothes there and not worry about hanging them. Like, I'm sure it must be a thing because I think about people overseas who live in like apartments and stuff and you don't have all the space to hang all your washing no. so surely there must be a, i don't i don't know actually i wonder my sister might have a tumble dry a modern tumble dry yeah <gasps> because when she moved to cape town a few years ago she did buy herself a whole lot of appliances and i think one of the things she bought was a tumble dry, like a, a tumble dry for that reason because cape town rains a lot um, yeah, that is true. Like how do you, yeah. how do you get your your clothes dry? So I need her to to message me, we need a, me and tell me an hour and a half <laughs> podcast with her explaining <laughs> what tumble settings she exclusive. uses on the tumble dryer and how it works do and if it still shrink. shrinks her clothes. Yeah, because she's quite Thank tall you. like you, so she would know if you know if the clothes know. have shrunk. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see like a, a shirt like shrunk on you. It just becomes like a crop top. You know, that that happens. That really <laughs> does happen. <laughs> My God, mm. this is a tumble dry chat. Uh, we mm-hmm. talk about video games and checkpoint chats every now and then. Um, Join us next week you know, to talk about. Do you know ironing. what is as big as a tumble dry though? The PS Five. The PS Five. It is a. It's a thick boy. It a thick is girl. a, it's a thick, thick everything. Boy. Listen, this design. <clears throat> it's um. It's growing on me. It's uh. You like it? It's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's big, but uh, now that it's set up, like. It just kind of like blends into mm. to my and I've I've got it I've got it sitting uh well standing I guess vertically. Mm. Um did you did you, so so you got yours on Thursday. Exciting uh-huh. times. I did. Hey, got a is it horizontal or is it vertical? It is it's vertical because that's literally mm. the only space <laughs> I can put it's the only mode I can put it in. Uh yeah, it's vertical. And look, it's a big console. It is hilarious because so Lenska loves it. She loves the design. Um, she's an and, architect so she and, she knows uh, design better than us i was just gonna say she she particularly has an eye for design because that's what she does for a living and she's like that's designed beautifully i love it um but then it doesn't bug her that it's not symmetrical i actually haven't pointed it out at all <laughs> does it does it not bug you that it's not symmetrical i like it no, she likes it <laughs> okay interesting <laughs> um, but I, I, I put basically, so my, my setup at home, like I literally have a desk with screens on and my, I don't have a fancy shelf and a TV that I can sit back and look at. So my PlayStation literally sits behind the screens, okay? Oh, so you so don't I even t- like see it really? I don't even really get to see it, which is a pity. But mm. points I'm getting at is that I pulled out my PS4 from, as so I showed Lenska and I unboxed it and it's like, wow, this is beautiful. I'm like, but it's so big. She's like, it's mm. not that bad. I thought it'd be bigger. And then I unplugged that's the PS4. That's what she said, it, right? Hey. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I unplugged the PS4 and put it next to the PS5. She's like, whoa. Yeah. The PS4 is tiny. That, I'm like, that's yeah, the real size babe. comparison there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, but, it's kind of weird though because if you have a uh, an original PS3 and you put that vertically, it's actually kind of like comparable to the PS5. That PS4 is actually... Really? Uh, I, the PS4, they really went small and then they fucked yeah. up because it was so loud. So. It's so loud. I have a PS3 in a box, so I actually need to pull it out in. Like an OG PS3? Yeah, the, the OG. Not a, not I, I've only one. got the slim version. No, so. yeah, I've got the OG. Yo, that OG um, is a big console. It is so big. Um, but yeah, the PS5 is awesome. The The stand, I don't think it's the sturdiest. Yeah, like, I was kind of disappointed with the stand. Mm, yeah. it, it feels like out of the whole box, it 
feels like the the less premium products. Mm. Like everything else looks really good and it stands like, yeah, you go, you can lean your console on this. Even where it's standing now, I mean, I'm not gonna like play with the PlayStation 5 physically. Um, Why like not? Just it. take that out, throw it like a frisbee. <laughs> I'm across not gonna the lawn, like you know? Know, carry it around and like rest it on the on the dining room table, or whatever. I'm just like picturing um, you having it in like one hand, and you like go long, and you like <laughs> you get it in that spiral for like American football. <laughs> oh my and gosh, then on the imagine. other end, a tortoise catches it. Please, someone mean that. But it did cross my mind. Like this is the stupid things you think of when, like the the things that are never likely to happen, but cross your mind anyway. I'm like, what if an earthquake were to happen? Would this, <laughs> would this thing fall over? Because it's not like stable. Sta- like, it's not my, my tripod stable, you know? Okay, listen, few things in this world are tri- <laughs> your tripod stable. Let's be honest. I know. But, okay, but I know I'm nitpicking, but I was like, damn, that's, it's weird that it doesn't sit like super snug and flat, you know? If that yeah. makes sense. I, I also got, I mean, maybe this says something about my intelligence, but I was confused for a good 30 seconds as to how the stand worked because i was like okay you have to rotate the base to get the little screw and then i rotated that compartment back closed and i was like it's not fitting i was like the screw doesn't go anywhere and i'm like well oh the compartment has to be open because then the screw hole aligns i was like well to talk to me about the little rubber piece at the bottom of your ps5 because that thing looked like it was a piece of plastic that was you're right yeah and then it doesn't look like it's something that comes out yeah. No, and then the description's like, just pull this thing out. So I'm like, okay. I like, I don't have nails. There's no way to pull it out. But Lenska's like, with after like a few seconds, managed to like pop it out. It's like, oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> pops out. And then it's got in the base, it's got a little hole that you can just pop it back into as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah. She also saw that. that I was, uh, I was literally that scene from Zoolander. I was busy <laughs> hitting the monitor. Like, how does this base? Go? <laughs> The the base looked a lot more like premium in that uh, breakdown video mm. that they did, and I was like, oh, that stand looks pretty good. Whatever, it it's fine. But like you said, it's it like works. it's very thin and flimsy. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they included that because if I had to pay mm. extra and then got that, I'd be mad. Um, well, look, I think I think the PlayStation could arguably stand without it, at least horizontally. Mm. Like it's it's wide enough that it could stand by itself. But you do not want that. Mm-mm. That thing will fall over. Yeah, I, I think even horizontally, I think it would put pressure on one of the fins. Yeah, it's um, true. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's a, it an works, eccentrically though. designed console, so it kind of mm. needs that stand either way. Yeah. Um, so it's cool that it's it's cool that it's there. Uh, but speak- like the 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 unboxing experience, um, you can go watch a great video for me unboxing it and comparing the size oh, of PlayStation so to the UMD. Very, very good. I think my favorite edit on that video is just like where, where I'm like, it's out in the States. And Ding. and then I just blanked. I was like, whatever, other regions. And you just put world. like a world map there, which was, it made me laugh so much. My God. Um, oh, but God. yeah, you can see what's in the box. But there's not much in this box. It's like console, it's controller and cable. Yeah. Power cable. I, I was thinking about it yesterday. The PS4 at least came with like a little earpiece for, mm. for for chat, but then I realized that the control itself does have a microphone. So, it does, yeah. Which so is we'll, always on by default. That's great. We'll get to that in Astrobot later. Um, but the yeah, I, I did find the unboxing. It's like here's your console, but mm. I think it it maybe it was a obviously a thing to cut costs. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think anything to cut the cost and keep the yeah like. 
if if they made this thing fifty dollars more, but it included shit like an earpiece and stuff that I'd never use anyway. Yeah, it's yeah, like, I, yeah, I would take the and un- the more empty unboxing experience mm. any day. Yeah, um, but that, that HDMI yeah. cable is real short though. <laughs> I really don't like I was, it. Uh, See, it doesn't matter in my setup because everything's like on top of each other. Oh God, no! Um, I I mean, so on my TV, the HDMI port's obviously on one side of the TV, and my console mm. sits on the other side. And oh, that no. cable's like not not long enough. <laughs> so I Look, need to. The cable itself looks premium, but it's it like is. short. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a well, it's a it's an HDMI two point one cable. So I need to find a longer one. And right now, remember when HDMI normal cables were expensive? That's HDMI two point one now. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, a one meter actually, one is like 400 rand. I must try that cable then because I'm just using my old HDMI cable. Mm. It should be fine because your display I'm needs to be HDMI you. 2.1. Yeah. yeah so, okay. But as soon as you get a, a display that does support that, then you'll need to make I sure that to. your cable isn't a bottleneck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's cool that they include that. So it's, it's fairly... Like easy to just go, yeah, use the one that's in the box and it will mm. work and it and it works. Yeah. So, but my my favorite feature in the PS5 thus far, forget low times, it's the, the quietness. Oh, I put it that is thing really on quiet. And I, I put my ear next to it. I'm like, are you on? Yeah, <laughs> are you it's okay? Super quiet. Is this thing working? It's really really good. I'm very glad that neither of us is, has been plagued by. I've seen reports of like coil line on some consoles, like the fan. Yeah, the. The, the coil on the fan is like making a high-pitched noise. Some people have actually opened up their consoles and find that it's not the fan. It's like some security tab that's got loose and is like what? in the way of the fan. So it keeps hitting it. Yeah. Oh, do they, what, like pull it off? Or yeah, well, or? they essentially void the warranty on their brand new console to check this thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well. Terrifying. <laughs> Shit. But, um, but yeah, it's it's It's, it's a good console. Some- um, I've had some good times with it already. I think we we spoke about like the console experience a lot in our previous podcast. You should go check that out. Um, but I just kind of want to know, you know, I, I don't want to go over all the UI features and shit like that mm. again. I just kind of want to know what your your impressions so far because you've had it for two days. So had like, it for two days. What has stood um, out to you? I think hands down the speed of the console and how. The UI, the UI and the games interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's for example, if you're playing a game and a trophy pops on the PS4, you you push the PS button. He's like, oh, what trophy did I get? And then it loads the the trophy menu, and you wait, and it loads, and it says pulling up trophy information. Like it was oh, always very trophy. slow, yeah. very slow. Whereas in the PS5, for example, it's like you pop this trophy, you push the PS button, and a tiny little window pops up saying like, you got this trophy because you did this. And it's like, oh, cool. And I carry on with my game. Mm-hmm. Super simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just just how snappy everything is really nice. The fact that if you push the, again, with the UI, if you push the, P, the PS button, there's like a little quick bar at the bottom. Um, and it's just really quick with everything. Yeah. Like even... even um, I know it's not a quick resume feature or whatever like Xbox, but the fact that you can just hot swap between games, if that makes sense, like you have a little shortcut again at the bottom saying like, which games have you played recently? Oh, that little, uh, what's it called? Switcher icon. It's yeah. like Switcher, yeah. And it's not quite as quick as I suppose quick resume on Xbox, but mm. it's quick. Like I jumped from Astrobot to Demon's Souls in under a minute. And it's like unheard of on anything before, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's just really nice. I'm enjoying that. I have found that um, 
so far, even though this is a bit, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, <clears throat> it is the Sony games that sometimes don't show all those splash, uh, splash messages at the beginning of a game. Sometimes they do. Um, which, uh, you, you know, mean when you actually launch, uh, yes, launch you a game. Yeah. yeah. But third-party games just straight up do not. Um, so, like, every time I've loaded up Call of Duty Cold War, it's like, yeah, uh, it we're going to make you yeah. sit through all of those, oh all of those things. And I'm like, oh, this kind of sucks because i know how quickly this can load mm. um, but i wonder i wonder if that's something that won't go away in time as mm. people realize like you know it's it's just slowing down the overall experience I, I wonder because a lot of the times those um those intros have like uh logos for you know engine technologies used in the mm. game and licenses and stuff like and i wonder if part of the agreement of using those things is like you have to show it when you launch the game like i know um, when you export a game from Unity, it shows that splash as mm. part of the thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's that's more like a, I don't think it's a it's a Sony problem. I think like mm. the console's more than capable. I think whoever makes the game needs to be like, well, how can we speed this up? Can we skip this? Can we not? Yeah, I think making it skippable is like because the reality is that a lot of games do have splash screens ready, but most of them are skippable. Mm. You just quickly like tap, tap, tap in your main menu. Um, yeah, and also like the the Sony games, um, they should be skipping them. They, I know Insomniac said that right now it's like a sort of bug that Spider Man it should show it only on the first load and then never again. So oh, the fact that okay. it's not doing that is is more of a bug than it's like a bug. okay. Yeah. So that will get fixed, and that's cool because like then you can go straight from the home menu to the main menu in Miles Morales in like six, mm. seven seconds, which is sure. ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, speaking of games, the games, the launch games in this console. So before we get into that, we are going to talk about them all briefly, I think. Um, but throughout the week, we did actually share gameplay footage with, with you know, our thoughts. Well, your thoughts, actually, because you had the console earlier and you played a lot more than I have. But, mm -hmm. but they are some lovely videos on our YouTube channel covering uh, Astro's Playroom, uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Demon's Souls, which I've, I haven't played Miles Morales, but I've played ample time on the, oh, I've spent ample time on the other two. And yeah, we even you, have a, a nice, what, it's like four or five hour stream of you mm, experiencing Demon's Souls for the first time. For the first time. Real fun. All on them YouTubes, we're going to have a look. But let me tell you, Astro's Playroom, game of the year. It's <laughs> this, fantastic. So, for those of you who don't know, Astro's Playroom is a, a pack-in title, I guess, that comes with the PlayStation 5. And it's basically just a game that's designed to showcase the DualSense controller. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it really goes above and beyond that by being a showcase piece for like the entire PlayStation brand with little nods and references to not only first-party titles, but titles that are like synonymous with the playstation brand yeah like to to an extent so you might for example be playing a level and this is this this made me smile so much uh at one in one level there was just uh chris and jill from like yes. resident evil one i, I, which I, I, is synonymous I was thinking with the playstation one you know? when i saw when i saw that vignette i was like man he's gonna love this mm. like i immediately thought of you there um yeah. and you've got like a little astro bot scientist like juggling a vial of the, <laughs> the t-virus yeah it's yeah. fantastic 
So yeah, I, I really, really did not expect to enjoy that game as much as I did, but it's a must play, I think, for every PlayStation 5 owner. Because yeah. besides being really great for you know little references and being colorful and fun to play, it does show off the DualSense controller in fun and inventive ways. Um, like, just as an example, there's one level where you are in a rocket ship and mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. triggers, your left and right trigger basically toggle a rocket on or off, you know? But depending on, there's some resistance in the trigger. So if you hold them down fully, you obviously move a lot faster. But if you tap lightly on one or the other, you move a little bit slower. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. The, the adaptive triggers are, uh, I can't wait to see, uh, I sincerely hope more people use it. You know, more developers do lean into using that technology. Because at the yeah. moment, we don't know. We don't actually know if people will actually use it or not. And did you, I mean... Did you understand what I was saying during the the video where, you know, I can sort of like convey what I'm feeling, but until you feel oh, for the sure, controller, yeah. it's like it it doesn't do it justice until you feel yeah. it in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's not just the triggers. I mean, the this game emphasizes the surfaces you walk on, for example. Mm. So like you you did say when you're walking on glass, there's a little little vibration on the controller that almost conveys that. Whereas if you and a little sound sand, as well, yeah, yeah. But whereas if you're moving through sand or like mud, it vibrates, you know, such it feels like you are walking through sand or mud. Um, what I'm I really cu- like. I'm curious as well, though. You you played with head headphones, right? Yeah. So but, I wonder uh, if it redirects the controller audio into the headphone. It must. So uh, it, it must, but what I did is I eventually just pulled one cup off my ear just to hear the controller. I was like, oh, yeah, like it's actually very loud from the controller. You know, oh, the, so it is still coming because I saw in the settings mm, menu that you can you can tell it like, yeah, don't play from my controller, just add it to the audio mix. Is that so, at a, a system level setting or a game <clears throat> level I setting? I think it was in the game in that instance. Okay, I must try that out. Yeah, because I, I mean... Especially with the surfaces, I felt mm. like the sound coming from the controller really helped drive home that feeling because it's like mm. you feel the vibration and your ears hear the slight sound of glass and your brain is just like melding the two together. Mm. So it's really good. Yeah. I mean, one of one of my favorite moments in that game as well, there's one part there's one level where it's raining oh, and yes. your Astrobot you know, pops open an umbrella and then on the controller you feel very subtle vibrations all over it as if you're feeling the rain falling on it's that umbrella. Ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so clever. Just little things like that just really make the... I only, the I only got up to that part yesterday and my um, my dad came to to give me one of the dashins, you know, to, to like sleep with at night. Mm. And I was on that level. I was like, just feel this. Just like... <laughs> It's, I did exactly the same mental. with Lenska. Yeah. So she she was busy, but I was like, listen, just hold this controller. And she's like, okay. I'm like, now look at the screen. She's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like the little pitter-patter of, of water. Mm. It, just feel it's it on the so controller. accurate. It really is. I, again, it's like, it's so hard to convey how how great it feels without you like getting your hands on the controller. Mm. But you were saying also in that... That last level is really good. I think that last level is, is fantastic. Yeah. There's there's a lot to go though. I think there's you you get like an ending, but I feel there's more. I could be wrong. Um, um because mm. it, it shows you it's like you go back in time to the PlayStation One stuff. Is there nothing more after Mm-mm. that? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I platinum that thing. There's there okay. ain't nothing left. Yeah. I was just checking. Just checking. I uh 
I really like that last level, especially with those little pits with like the mud and the um, mm. the very the very good looking rock. Uh, those like you know the craggy like rock faces, and when you walk over mm. it, it it almost feels like I can f- I can feel the contours of yeah. of the rocks. I I did like that there was a little vignette there of Death Stranding. Um, yes. <laughs> did you zoom in on him? He had a little Astrobot as a BB. Which I did, yeah. Amazing. I did not yeah. see that. I must actually go see that. Yeah, there, there were tons of references I didn't expect. I mean, the one I sent you a photo yesterday, I was like, do you understand this reference? You're oh, like, yes. No, no, yeah. I, sent you, I sent you two. The one you're like, yeah, I know that's heavy rain, but what's the other <laughs> one? I couldn't believe it because that is really a, like a punch to my nostalgia. It was a reference to a game called, um, was it Jumping Flash, I think? Yes, Jumping Flash. Where, which I sent you a gameplay footage of just to be like, this is where it's from. It was like a first-person platformer on the PlayStation 1. It looks like Star Fox. Like, visually, yeah. I look at that, I'm yeah, like, this it, is what 3D games were trying exactly. at the time. Exactly, and I was yeah. like, they even have a reference to that obscure... Pla- well, not maybe it wasn't obscure, but I think back, and I don't think a lot of people played that game no. on PlayStation 1. Not people. It was funny, know. though, because I hadn't reached that part of the game yet when you, when you showed uh, that to me. Okay. So when I got there... Firstly, that robot was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's a giant. Um, and then I saw it was like jumping little jetpack and it was getting the the little carrots and after yeah. i watched the gameplay video you sent me i was like oh wow yeah. that's actually really cool so now i, I want to watch a i want to go check on youtube whatever just find like look at all the references i don't know if i've mm. missed any because there were some i'm like hmm i don't know what that is but i was also surprised there was some i was like i'm pretty sure that's that game even though mm-hmm. i haven't played it it's know? amazing that none of them are repeated like no there's no doubling up of, of any of them, and there's just so many. I understand the T-Rex <laughs> one now. I completely forgot that that was a tech demo on the PS1. I, I thought the T-Rex was the, the T-Rex from uh, Tomb Raider 1 initially when I first saw it. Uh, and, then, and then it says there, like, no, t- it was the tech demo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. There, there was one near the end that I didn't understand. It was, like, one of those that were, like, far off in the distance, and it was, like, a small astrobot with a feather that was looking at a big, like, robotic bird, and I had no idea what that was. Mm. Is it not maybe a Last Guardian reference? I don't know. Oh, like, that's Tree... Yeah, probably. Yeah, it could be. That makes sense. Trico, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, Such such good references throughout this game, and a lot of them were like, oh, it's definitely that game, and some were so obscure, I was like, hang on, oh, it's that game, and I I just smiled, like, the whole time Mm. in this game, just definitely a must play for if you own a playstation 5 like don't don't skimp on it because you've got you know call of duty or, or miles morales or demon souls like mm. definitely spend the two or three hours going through this I, especially I was, if you're a playstation fan i was definitely sad when i was done because um mm. it's you know it's not just like this nostalgic trip which you know it is uh that's that's a lot a lot of it but it's also a really varied and fun platformer Mm. i think it's a very i mean it's it's not super challenging although that end boss i thought was pretty rough that end boss was surprisingly difficult yeah Yeah, like i was like wow this is a real jump up from difficulty Mm. Uh, but it was like awesome at the same time and it's just packed with so many clever little ideas that all Mm. make use of the dual sense um control in interesting ways and then also like like you said, it, it manages to highlight the the uh, features of the PS5 while also celebrating uh, the history of 
of PlayStation. Like I don't know if you finished that that mural, the the wall in the in the no, room. No, not not yet. It's, no. Man, when you when you finish that and you get all the um the artifacts, it mm. it really is just like this room reminding you of the amazing you know PlayStation lineage, and it's mm. just really cool. It's yeah. very very cool. I would hundred percent advise going for the platinum because it's actually fairly easy um Mm. it's really speaking of which i thought when i saw the the ui video of the ps5 like they spoke up cards quite a bit it was like Mm. you've got these cards or the activity cards and you know from the card you can jump into the moment of the game that it's referencing and i was like oh that's pretty Mm. cool you know if i have a trophy that i need i can just hit that and it takes me there um in astrobot at least i found that pretty useless because it it was showing me always surfacing trophies i had just completed and not ones that i was progressing so so then that whole card menu was like it was like one card would be a trophy the like four cards after that would be like recent captures and Mm. i was just like what else that was news (laughs) so yeah (laughs) some other cards were like oh this is this level this is this level i'm like i can do that from in game so Mm. I know I've read that in Spider-Man Miles Morales, it's a lot better with mm. uh, letting you hop between side missions um, and not, you know, like getting you right there and then. But so far, I'm like using that thing far less than I thought I would. So yeah. I don't know if it's a matter of them like tuning what is surfaced and it what probably isn't. Needs, yeah, probably needs to be fine-tuned. And maybe they give players the option to decide what they want to see as well. That'd be great. Like I would love mm. to see trophy information. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I yeah, don't really I don't necessarily care about need to see my captures. my recent captures. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. not not on there. Yeah, definitely not. Um, the Astros Playroom, what a good time! Mm-hmm. I think I might platinum it. Uh yeah, I would. I'd advise it's a good time, and through platinuming it, you find uh, one or two like interesting little secrets. So Ooh. I I haven't tried any of the speedrunning levels. Those aren't tied to any trophies, but oh, I need no, to give yeah, them a go. Oh, are they not? No. Wait, how did you platinum the game if you didn't do the speedrunning levels? There is definitely a trophy tied nope. to them. There is definitely to, not because I haven't done short, one of it. To the, sh- the, the eight short speedrunning levels. Yeah, there's no trophy for that. I, I promise you there is. There's, there's I will show a, you my platinum. No, no, I, I believe you, but there's a trophy for doing all of them in under seven minutes. Like, mm-hmm. I shit you not. No, I, I honestly have not done any of them. I will find my trophy and take a photo of <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so besides Astro's Playroom, we've got some, uh, some Demon Souls, which I'm, I'm mm. not going to spend too much time in the other games, um, just in the interest of time. But Demon Souls is, it is, it's unreal. <laughs> it's just, it is a remake of a FromSoft game that looks like absolutely gorgeous, runs amazingly, and it's that good, good, good Dark Souls formula. The mm-hmm. The OG, I guess, you know, it's that good challenge but it's it's hooked me in in that i can't wait to go back and just play more and die a lot you know i mean you you watched me you literally watched me play the first four hours yeah um got you i saw you beat the phalanx and the tower knight it was a good time Mm. i'm ashamed that i died to the tower knight as many times as i did purely because i don't think it's a difficult boss like sure he can kill you very quickly but like any other from soft boss it's it's all about patience and just mm. exploiting the weakness and you know finding the right opening 
And I think I fall into the trap that many other players do. You get impatient. Like, no, I can just go in and do an attack and then you die. You're like, oh, like yeah. I should have just waited, you know? I mean, I had other dumb deaths as well, you know, being greedy for items and being melted by flying dragons, whatever. <laughs> but I'm having a good time regardless because that, that, that game is just perfect for me. I love that, that, that addiction of you see yourself getting better. You, you get stronger as you level up. Yeah, and you just keep you keep peeling away at these levels that are so they're like so sprawling. But there's there's always sort of a main path, I guess. There's little side areas to go explore and get items, and then you unlock shortcuts, which just makes the whole thing streamlined, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, mm-hmm. I, so, I yeah. I'm I'm getting the sense like just from reading people's opinions of the game, they've all come around on the idea that Demon Souls bosses definitely aren't like super challenging but the levels themselves are because they are just so long before you get mm. to a place where you can like get some respite um so yeah i i definitely think maybe from software learned in the games afterwards how to mm. dial in that f- that balance of frustration and challenge yeah um but yeah i mean the just you getting from the phalanx to the tower knight which isn't that that long of a stretch like there are no. so many ways you can get there and mm. so many enemies that can very quickly kill you. So yeah. the levels I mean, themselves e- are challenging. Even just on, on the boss itself, the tower out. I mean, you and I both were like, okay, I wonder what its second form is going to be. Uh, yeah, nothing happened. And there wasn't. So I do wonder if, is it is that because it's one of the early bosses? It doesn't have a second phase, whatever. Mm. Like maybe that's something they're only introduced in later games. Um but yeah, and like the the phalanx isn't a difficult boss. Um, no, it's an exercise I, in patience. Yeah, it's again. just an exercise <laughs> in patience. I, I mean, I think about Bloodborne recently, and that those bosses, a lot of them are like very very fast. So mm. you've got to be on the ball with your reflexes and patience as well, like measured mm. measured patience. So you actually, you I think you're right. It's that boss is very much like Rom, where you're just chipping away very slowly, yeah. slowly. But even Rom Funny was more, more challenging because Rom just starts pelting magic at you eventually. Yeah, uh, like yeah, an that, asshole. That's the second phase or third phase, whatever. Yeah. I mean, when when you're done with Demon Souls, I think you should 100% play Dark Souls 3 because if you enjoy mm. this, like, remember Dark Souls 3 is FromSoft's latest game with every like i suppose where they've addressed every sort of criticism so i I wouldn't say it's better than bloodborne per se but it's it's the same sort of feel as demon souls in that like when i dual wielded you're like oh you can do that i'm like oh yeah like bloodborne it wasn't really a thing but Mm. uh demon souls um, dark souls is you can equip anything really you know in whatever combination you want and it's just very similar in feel i mean the the pine resin for example which um, ignite, is it pine resin that ignites your, your weapon sword, and fire? Yeah. yeah, like I knew that because that's a Dark Souls thing now. Whereas you're like, oh, like mm. I didn't realize it would do that. I did enjoy yeah. your stint of uh, being forced to fight just with your fists. Pretty effective. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually, I should do a fist only run. <laughs> you should, yeah. Just Captain was, America your way through I, I that game. I was actually su- surprised that I was doing. I mean, it's not a lot of damage, but I was like, oh, I can actually still kill enymies like this you, you know? should have you should have like nailed a parry with uh with the fists and just like s- like see your character beat them down yeah it was a good time but demon souls i'm very very keen to keep playing that um mm. i've only beaten 
two, I suppose, two bosses. I'm um, at a third boss, the the spider. Um, uh, which, the the armor spider. I don't know how I'm. Go- I've only thought that I fought that boss at like two in the morning. I died. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to this. Yeah, um, that two in the morning I, is never a great time to start learning a boss. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to beat the boss, but I suppose that's the beauty of these games. You get to a boss, you're like, this is impossible. Mm. And slowly but surely, like, oh, I need to do this, or this is the pattern I need to follow, and you overcome it. And that's when, that's how FromSoft gets you. It's like, yes, yes, enjoy this addiction of <laughs> feeling like you're getting better. And then we're going to bring you straight back to Earth with the next boss, you know? Yeah, that's how they, of course. That's, that's, how they that's just you. how they work. Yeah. So Demon Souls, really, that like that to me is a solid launch title. It's the yeah. only the only criticism I'll say is that it's not for everyone. Like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I know some people are like I got my PlayStation Five, but I don't really like Demon Souls because I I'm not one for like these stupid punch in the face difficult games. Mm. But in those cases, I suppose you could pick up the likes of Miles Morales, which. I mean, I've, I haven't played it yet. I'm very excited to get into it, though. But we've spoken a bunch about it on our YouTube video. Um, but I suppose just to recap briefly for audio listeners, it is a sequel to 2018's Marvel Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. PS4 one, where you basically followed a a Peter Parker who's sort of been Spider-Man for a little while, you know, it's he's got experience yeah yeah he's got experience and then sorry spoiler in the story you meet miles who by the end of the game goes on to get his own spider-man powers um and that's sort of where where the, the credits roll and this is where this game picks up i presume where miles yeah. is just sort of learning to you know be a spider-man while peter as you've said is out of town for yeah reasons whatever so I, I don't know how long exactly it takes place after the first game but it's like Miles is still learning from Peter, like still getting some mentorship. And you, like the game kicks off with Peter being like, okay, you're ready to kind of like watch over the city in my stead while I'm away. Um, <laughs> it's like, thank God I can have a holiday. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that sense as well. <laughs> Peter's like, oh my God, finally, I can actually like go away and chill out. Mm. Um, and in typical comic book fashion, as soon as Peter leaves, there's like a big conspiracy that Miles like uncovers and it like sets off in motion the events of the game. Um, I will say that this game from a pacing perspective is like breakneck. It is mm. so much more, it, it, there's a much bigger sense of urgency to everything here as opposed to the first game. Um, yeah, It doesn't feel like I should be going off the beaten path because as soon as I finish a mission, it's plunging me into the next one straight away. It's not like, oh, your next mission is on, you know, in this icon on the map, so swing there. It does feel like a seamless, like, progression from one to the next. So I'm having a good time with it so far as well. I mean, I really liked uh, Spider-Man in 20... Wow, 2018, hey? Damn. Yeah, it's it's actually not that long ago, though. Like, it feels that it was... It feels like the other day to me. And to to think that it was like two years ago is like weird. Yeah, Well, it feels like the other day for me for sure because I only finished it like three months ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's also true. You you finished it fairly recently. But uh, I think from a structure perspective, it hasn't really changed. Um, Mm. I mean, you can go check out the video for more specifics. But, you know, the, the combat mechanically feels the same even though... They've done a really good job of uh, giving Miles his own unique animations that mm. definitely makes you feel like you are playing as a different character, which I appreciate. 
Um, but your swinging is all the same. What I like is that they don't strip away mechanics from you. So every um, every like unlocked ability you had at the end of Spider-Man, Miles just has. So you don't have to unlock things like web zip or uh, the like zip to point jump and stuff like that. Mm. That you know really hampered your mobility in the the opening hours of Spider-Man as you came to grips with the yeah uh the swinging but yeah you've like just got it um mm. which can make the the beginning a bit overwhelming i feel like even having played spider-man i was like wow i'm it really is expecting me to remember a lot very quickly yeah especially when it comes to combat the combat is like yeah you can you can yank people's uh weapons away and you can launch people in the air and you can do this and that and you know, it tries to tutorialize it very quickly for you and it takes a while to get back in the rhythm. But when I found that rhythm again, it just felt great. Mm. And then you can start building upon what you know with Miles's like unique abilities. So, so far I've just unlocked uh, Venom Power, which is like his mm. electro attacks essentially. Yeah. And those are really cool. Like you've got a, a meter underneath your health that determines when you can do a venom attack um, and you use those to stun enemies or break enemy weapons um, that you otherwise wouldn't be able to to get through but that bar is also shared with your health regen so you it's like a it's a balancing act like if you yeah. pop off a venom attack but you're low on health then you're going to need to string together a few dodges and punches before that that to meter charges up back. again to heal so mm. It's cool. Like, I like that balance. I'm still getting used to it. But I just really like swinging through the, the city. I think New York looks really good in its new, like, wintry Christmas time skin. Mm. I think it gives the new map a a fresh feeling, uh, which is great. So, yeah, it's more Spider-Man. And like you said, it's it's something that... This is something that the Xbox has definitely missed. It's like you've got all these launch titles for the PlayStation 5, but they're also so varied. Like mm. if you're not into Demon's Souls, you've got Spider-Man, which is also like a visual showcase for the console. Yeah. Everyone has Astros. Um, and if you're looking for something more, I wouldn't say child-friendly because it's actually a really fun platformer, um, Sackboy, Sack Epic Boy, Adventures. Which I'm also excited to get to. There's just too much to play at the moment. Yeah, there's there's tons, <laughs> and that, tick, that's I'm great. Tick them off in, in yeah. good time, but yeah, the, yeah it's, there's, it's there's really definitely good. variety there for for everyone, which is awesome. And then you've got the, I mean, if you if you're coming from PlayStation Four where you didn't grab, you know, all the games, you've got access to the PlayStation <sighs> Collection with PS Plus. So you've got like, well, you don't have all the it's, exclusives. Like you don't have you've the got Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima, mm. but you've got you know pretty much everything else. Um, like God of War, Bloodborne, all these yeah. real good titles. <laughs> this just made me think. I really, I mean, I don't know if they will, and I doubt they will. But imagine a Death Stranding patch where they uh, implement Dual Sense features correctly. Like that'd actually be really nice. Like we said, Ashabot's got that whole rain effect on it. I mean, mm. that would fit so perfectly with Death Stranding. The rain and the like proximity to. Um, BTs and, BTs and stuff mm. like if you're leaning one side or the other like pressing the triggers to oh, rebalance yeah. yourself yeah that would actually that's actually really oh, cool idea I, hey, yeah. Kojima hire. Kojima do it <laughs> just like just do it for your pals at Sony it, it would be great yeah. um, I would replay yeah, so that game just for that honestly 
I wouldn't replay the whole game. I'll Imagine say. Imagine like how good I, the zipline must feel. Yeah, look in Astro, but that, that little zip feels oh, so the, good. In the GPU it. jungle, yeah. <laughs> feels great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so PlayStation, they their launch titles are. I mean, I haven't played Miles Morales or Sackboy, but from my experience, they're just the two that I have played real good. Like mm. I've really enjoyed my time with them. Um, but just quickly before we move on to game releases i booted up valhalla yesterday oh yes and i'm very fortunate that i don't think i've had any teething issues that other people have experienced i don't know if that's because i got the console a week later than other yeah, people. yeah I, I think getting the console early exposed me to a lot of issues a lot of those most issues. people won't see yeah yeah because i when i downloaded i mean you you explained to me that if you want to download call of duty for example you go to the page hmm. and for some reason, you default to the PlayStation 4 version yeah, of the game. Yeah, that, I don't which understand is like, why that's a thing. So so that did happen to me in Call of Duty, but good thing you told me that. I was like, oh, shit, like, let me download the PS5 version. However, Valhalla took me straight to the PS5 version. Hmm. Um, I downloaded it, uh, launched it, and all my stuff was there. Yeah, my save was cool, there, right? everything. And let me tell you, jumping from the PlayStation version to the PS5 version, night and day, like yeah. it is unreal how so the game works on ps4 like there's no issue with that i, I put 25 hours into you were also playing the on the base ps4 base ps4 so it works like it, it's really functional and i was enjoying my time with it but i can never go back because yeah. the load times are i mean the, you know in valhalla there's you sort of put into like a open space where you can just do attacks and wait for the game to load mm -hmm. like i would have to wait up to minutes I, I think sometimes like if i was fast traveling whatever and now I can barely get an attack in before I've loaded into <laughs> to the next area, which is just You can't like run insane. around in that nice dark animus area. Yeah, and now also um just visually it's so smooth, which yeah. is yeah, it's th this to me is the so like Jeff said, um it's kind of like getting a new GPU and mm. replaying older games like wow, now I can play this game at full detail. It's exactly that. Like, I, I oh do shit. appreciate the additional smoothness in Valhalla. The like having mm. it at sixty frames is is really, really nice. Good. I mm. yeah. You need to play less Valhalla though because your parrying game in Demon Souls is weak. <laughs> can, weak. can I tell you that jumping back to Valhalla, I was screwing up again because <laughs> buttons are different. Yes, so yeah, they're in, completely different. In Demon Souls, I think the roll is circle. In Valhalla, the roll is or the dodge slash roll is square. Uh, in Demon Souls, the parry is L2. No? Yes. Is it L1 or L2? Oh, L2. and in Valhalla, it's L1. Yeah. <laughs> so I was getting them mixed up. I was like, ah, why is this happening? And the timing on them is so different. It's different, yeah. yeah. It's so, so different. It, it was interesting watching you play Demon Souls and seeing... Uh, how early you were trying to parry everything it's like yeah, wow i've got i've got like those those early mobs i've got down to an art now it's very mm. like literally last split second there's other enemies i just couldn't i'm like i don't know when it is i, I tried i mean you watched me try and i was like i just I watched you try and die a few times yeah <laughs> <laughs> my god but yeah that's that's uh, look i've played other stuff but i'm not going to dive into it this week pikmin 3 i will get to that probably next week um and transistor which i finished during the course of last week mm -hmm. uh, and i've also been playing spirit pharaoh which is just oh, that game. a delightful game which game I, is so delightful yeah it's just just too much shit i'm playing at the moment but i will dive into more next week um should, yeah, should we, we get, get to, to game releases then game releases i assume that these are going to slow down now um mm. 
but we are looking at games out from today, uh, November 21st, until next week, November 27th. Can you fucking believe it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, da-da-da-da-da. That's love. Wow, yeah, there's only three games. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah, three games. So we've got, I guess this is actually quite a big one for the week, um, World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Oh, yeah. Out on November... November 24th for PC. That's huge. I think um, friend of the show, Garth, got his collector's edition already um, ahead mm-hmm. of the release. Um, Blizzard collector's editions are always, I think, really mm. nice. So, yeah, that looks cool. Um, I I forgot that Age of Calamity was out yesterday. Oh, yeah. Where's our code? <laughs> the, Where's my code? The <laughs> Listen, I'd love to play it, but I'm like, I don't know when I'll, I'll find the time to play it because I've got so I'm much. I'm also kind of like bleak that most of the reviews, the consensus was like, yeah, the story's kind of like bad. And I was like, oh no. Which is sad because yeah. that's, that's really what we want. You that's, know? that's really what I like. I'm all down for like being exposed to Musa games a bit more, yeah. but like I, the story is really what I wanted then. Yeah. I think uh, Umar well, was basically like, this story undermines so many things that Breath of the Wild set up. And I was like, oh, it's even no. worse. <laughs> so it's not like yeah, a bad story, but it actually makes the Breath of the Wild one bad. Like, yeah, which is just like, why? <laughs> why have you done this? Oh. Uh, I'm still I'm still keen to play it regardless. I enjoyed my yeah. time with the demo. Yeah, the demo was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Football Manager 2021 out on November 24th as well. You can do your best Jose Mourinho impression. and then the last game for the week spirit of the north enhanced edition coming to playstation 5 on november 26th playstation yeah and then we move into december releases where it's gonna be a lot yeah i mean we've still got one big open world game from ubisoft we still got cyberpunk man the beginning the first week of december is wild wait a minute what what ubisoft game is coming out uh immortals phoenix rising oh shit is that out in december mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. i thought that was like a, a 2021 release for some reason no. that, that looks like ubisoft breath of the wild and i'm i'm keen does, to give it yeah. a try haven I'm is also keen. out at the beginning of december the new game from the hyperlight drifter devs and that looks awesome my god um what else uh, there's Call just too the much sea, to, which too looks much to really play. nice as well temtem is coming to ps5 my word yeah listen lots happening so much lots Lots happening. happening. Uh, okay, should we shall get to we game news? Some of that sweet gaming news. Some of that mm. sweet, sweet game. I mean, gaming news has been like a complete... It feels like a shotgun uh, just went off in terms of gaming news ever since these consoles came out because there's just so much to write about every day. You yeah. know, whether it's small issues with deliveries of new consoles, you know, small little technical issues with the consoles, you know, stuff, stuff like just that. Just all of the things... Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what what do you want to start with? Do you want to talk about the mysterious door in Demon Souls being unlocked? I yeah, it got expo- I, I don't want to read what the the prize no, is. No, I won't say. But man, it didn't didn't really take long for people to figure it out um, and to grind the coins needed to open that door. Yeah. So this is a door <laughs> that obviously wasn't in the original that Blue Point added in, uh, just like they they put in. Uh, a, a secret door in Shadow of the Colossus remake that they did yeah. previously. So, yeah, that's cool. If you're you're keen to read up on what's behind there, you don't want to like spend the time up, finding yeah. it. Yeah, go do that. But it's 
it's cool that they added that and it's even cooler that it got solved like that quickly yeah okay. uh game that, games people they they band together in times of puzzle hardship and it's yeah. it's good to see <laughs> Um, um got we got like a double dose of Cyberpunk 2077 stuff uh this week Cyberpunk we got like a surprise look at how the game is running on console and then the the scheduled final episode of Night City Wire which showed off uh more of Keanu Reeves's character Johnny Silverhand showed that he'll actually actually be playable in the game which is interesting Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I just want to talk a bit about the console footage because Ooh. Man. Yeah. Uh, so they showed it on two consoles. They showed it on Xbox One X and Xbox Series X. Okay. So they emitted yep. Series S and they emitted base Xbox, both both of which are weaker, quote unquote, than the Xbox One X. And that Good footage Lord. on the One X was rough. Like, Was it? <laughs> I think visually it looks fine. Like if you take a, a screenshot from that version, it looks fine. Like they've added... I think it's definitely a step down from the Series X in terms of fidelity, but it looks good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the frame rate was just bad. Like it's in bad combat, it, walking bad. around the city. And if like that's what CD Projekt Red is showing. Good Lord. Mm, yeah. Well, I, so that I makes mean, me wonder how that thing's going to run at all on the base Xbox and the Series S as well. Well, we... I mean, we, we, we were kind of shocked. I remember, like, I don't know when it was, but when it was revealed that it was coming to current-gen consoles, because yeah. we were yeah. like, huh, from everything we'd seen, it looked like this is a next-gen experience, you know? Mm. But I don't know. If the fa- I mean, I can't imagine playing this on, like, the base PS4 or Series, no. um, not Series S, the Xbox One S. Like, how is it going to work? It, work? I think it's going to be rough, rough going. Yeah. Um, Look, if if <laughs> if CD Projekt Red can get The Witcher Three to run on the Switch, that's I'm true. pretty sure they can do anything. But but still, it's like I don't know if that's the way you want to play it, it, this game. I guess it comes down to what compromises you're happy yeah. with. I mean, to me, playing a game, especially one that is you know it's still an RPG, but it's a first-person shooter with like a frame rate that doesn't look like it's even locking onto 30 is. Yeah. To me, a bit rough. Like I, I don't want to play that version. And in the same vein, the Series X version only runs at 30 as well. So I'm just like, yeah, uh, like so. Yeah. What? So I'm looking at a, a PC version here, uh, right now, because um, PC well, looks good, and uh, you know you can put all all those bells and whistles on. Um, yeah, ray tracing wise. So yeah, this game's out soon though, which December is December 10th. Yeah. My God, <laughs> that's too much to play. It's the day before I go to Cape Town on holiday, so I am not playing that game for a while still. Listen, this is a game I want to play, but I can't say I'm going to rush to play it because I know it's going to be one of those, you need to like take three months of your life to just mm. you know get immersed in this and game. And it's coming so, out at a really weird point of the year where I feel like it's going to be like a flash in the pan, like people are going to play it, but then it's also like it's the year winding down. You know what I mean? People go yeah. away. Or, um, you know, a lot of websites start winding down for the year uh, uh, yeah. in its special of Jan. So it's just a very... I'm sure CD Projekt Red would have liked to have sticked to their their date, which was originally yesterday uh, or yeah. November November 19th. So, Well, personally, I'm, I'm kind of relieved that it's coming out in December because I'm like, I'll have some leave. And that's the sort mm. of, you know, 
time I could actually put. Could you imagine it came out now with Demon Souls and no. Spider Man and no 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 oh, no no, 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 no. See that's that's uh, I I hear you. It's a bit of a weird time. It's coming out, but I'm also kind of grateful because even going into January, January doesn't really have like you know big. Well, not that I'm aware of. No no mm. big launch title so for the next two months people can you know immerse themselves in cyberpunk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah um that's cyberpunk it was a big capcom leak uh well basic well not a leak actually people literally hacked into capcom's um servers and a, there was a huge information breach as a as a result um that shit's criminal activity and i don't think anyone condones it but there were some interesting tidbits uh, that came out from that. <laughs> just so. came out. It's like, don't do this, but hey, look at this. We've got yeah. some <laughs> some interesting news out of this. Well, I mean, a lot of this, you know, take it with a grain of salt because, you know, just getting internal documents doesn't paint the full picture, obviously. For sure. Uh, but according to the, the, uh, the documents, Capcom has a Resident Evil game in store every year, sort of. Um, mm up until the year 2024 at the moment. So I think their cadence of like a remake and then a new game every year will will stick because Remake 3 came out this year. Remake yeah. 2 came out last year. The year prior to that was RE7. And next year we've got RE8, which apparently is coming out in April. So Ooh, according to this interesting. In, oh Well, that's funny because that's a year after Resident Evil 3. <laughs> Yeah, that's They're true. just really leading into that cadence of one a year. That's true. Uh, Capcom is apparently also maybe thinking about a Dragon's Dogma sequel, um, as well as remakes of classic games <sighs> such as Final Fight and Power Stone. I think Garth is very excited for the Dragon's Dogma <laughs> remake. <laughs> uh, as expected, there's also a mention of Street Fighter VI, because of yeah. course there is. Like, of course there is. It's almost I weird mean, that that hasn't worst, been announced yet. Yeah, the worst fighting game in existence, am I right? Yes. Oh yeah, no. Like who? Who the I fuck mean, knows this quarter circle bullshit? Only, like no. Only one. only redeeming factor of Street Fighter is a stretchy arm guy. We all know. Hell this. yes, stretchy <laughs> arm guy is Bay. It's a good time. Yeah. Um. What else? Among Us is teasing a new map, which looks like it's going to be revealed at the Game Awards. Um, oh, there's oh, that, also the Game Awards. Yeah, the Game Awards. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's have a look at that. I'm not going to go through every nomination. No, not 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 every nomination, but we can at least go through the, I suppose the game of the year, well, the game of the year nominees. Yeah, which which is a pretty solid list, bar one. So not to take away from it, I think Doom Eternal is a great game. I've played it and I loved it, but I don't know if it's a game of the year. No, look. I can't actually say that because if I think about Doom like um, critically, I think it's actually kind of a perfect shooter. So I can understand why it's here, but personally for me, it, I don't see it as the game of the year. Mm, yeah, no, I I mean, we, we spoke about this during the uh, Demon Souls stream, but like I find it weird that Doom Eternal's there at all because, I mean, mm. the, the general consensus I sort of gleaned at the time was like, People are like, yeah, Eternal's good, but it's not it's not the seminal game that Doom twenty sixteen was, you know. No, what I mean? that's true. Do- uh, Doom twenty sixteen really was like a breath of fresh air for yeah. that franchise. So, and in yeah, some regards, yeah, yeah. a lot of people like did not like Eternal's like more open like combat chess like combat, yeah. you know what I mean? Um yeah. 
so I don't know. I I definitely think game a game like Half Life Alex deserves to be there instead. Um, yeah. I also think Among Us got shafted big time considering its oh uh, yeah it's its it, cultural I mean, it's been, impact. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a massive massive impact this year. Um, I don't even think it's up for best multiplayer, which is just like Among what Us. The fuck Among are you Us. Doing? It's up for best mobile game. Oh, it is up for best multiplayer. Is that what you said? The game best awards. Mo- yeah, no. Oh, I'm busy looking now. Best multiplayer. You muted yourself, by the way. Oh, because <laughs> I was busy searching. <laughs> um, no, it is, yeah, for best multiplayer. It is there. Okay. Yeah. There, there was one category where it just wasn't there, and I was just like, how... I think it was best... Um, like best, best new new IP or something. Maybe best new IP, yeah. Yep. Although did I, I don't know if Among Us came out this year. Maybe that's why it was excluded. So the game's actually it been could out. Could be, yeah. That's a good I th- point. I think the game came out last year, maybe even the year before. But for some reason, this year is when it like it just came out of nowhere, and people are like, oh shit. But didn't no, Phasmophobia also come out like long ago? Because that's that up for best debut. Oh, it, uh, maybe that came out this year. I don't mm, know. That, I but no that idea. could be that could be the reason, because like you said, yeah, Among Us has been out for two years. Mm. So. Um, but but on game of the, just on game of the year, we've got Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, The Last of Us Part Two, and I've been very fortunate, you know, enough that I've played all of these this year, mm-hmm. and I cannot tell you what my game of the year is. It's it's so difficult. I think, like, if I sit, uh, like, again, Doom Eternal, not my game of the year, but if I look at the others, I'm like, I've spent a lot of time with these games, and I really enjoyed all of them. Mm-hmm. I need to decide which one just stands a little bit higher than others, and I can't tell you right now what that is. I think out of that list... You 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 it's got Hades, Hades right? yeah yeah it's Hades. I don't know you you pick Hades and I hear you because I also love Hades but I also then remember like the amount of time I spent in Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal uh, Crossing that, would be a, a very close second to me actually. Like, I think, but that that's also that's difficult because it's like it's my first Animal Crossing, so I don't know mm, you know how it radically it's changed. Yeah, and it's a but very I mean, circumstantial thing. It's like it came sure. out at the right time. But then Final Fantasy VII Remake, that, this game, it, I've told you like four million times, like whenever you find you don't have any games to review, you have to revisit this mm. because... No, is, I mean, when I started it, I was, I, was in, I was in on it. I was super happy uh, playing yeah. it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Game, game Awards, December 10th. Yeah, the same we'll day as Cyberpunk's release date. So Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> good times good times they're gonna be like jeff keely's gonna be like look under your chair you get a copy of cyberpunk you get a copy of cyberpunk that'd be funny that'd be funny as well especially because no one's there it's all like (laughs) streamed it's like look under your chair at home you've got a code (laughs) when when was it put there where did you get it don't think about it (laughs) my gosh um some just quick fire news to finish off quickly uh marvel's avengers is getting kate bishop in december and mm-hmm. there's a new campaign focused on Clint Barton, who's the original Hawkeye. Yep. Um, I couldn't care less about Avengers, to be entirely wow. honest. I don't Very know sorry. how this game's going to redeem itself. Uh, Far Cry 6 got delayed uh, fairly recently, but a Microsoft store listing seems to have suggested it's now out on May 2020, in, in May 2021. So that's not okay. too much of a delay. Yeah. I, I mean, we have not seen gameplay, so... no. Like the fact that it was originally coming out in February, I was like, yeah, that's definitely not happening. 
Yeah. Um, uh, the, I'm I'm interested to see this game. Which yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm curious. <clears throat> I've, you know, Far Cry Three, Far Cry Four, good games. Far Cry Five, yeah, very boring. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm keen to you know for it to get back to being good again in my view. Yeah. Um, and the last bit of news is a tease from Hitman developer IO uh, yeah. Interactive. They're making a new James Bond game, which I think is a perfect that fit. is a fantastic fit yeah yeah i mean i think i think that's a general consensus people when the teaser was announced people were like yeah like that makes complete sense mm. to give the studio this franchise i mean this um i suppose brand i guess to play with yeah i guess yeah just a property and it's going to be a a wholly original uh story it's not like based on any movie or whatever so mm. it's just called project 007 for now so i don't know whether that means it's still quite far out because uh mm. io interactive is launching hitman 3 in january um, yeah but yeah i think i mean i'm i'm hoping it's not just a straightforward first person shooter even though i've liked a lot of james bond shooters in the past but mm. i'm curious to see what io does with this i think it could be very cool well, I mean, if I think of the Hitman games, uh, there's a lot of it, uh, th there's a reason people say this is a perfect fit because it might not be an outright shooter. It mm -hmm. could be they they could incorporate learnings from the existing games on like blending in with crowds and these big open spaces. You know, like how do you tackle this mission or whatever? So, very exciting. It, it would be very cool if it was like your your mission is in this area and you've got to like it's like a sandboxy area. Like you've got to figure out how to achieve that you know, that goal, um, yeah. how 007 would do it. I think that'd be a really cool take on it. Um, mm. Even if then it just does feel like you're playing Hitman in a, a 007 skin, I think you could you could have things that are unique to to James Bond um, yeah. and still keep a... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Um, and just like... Uh, who's the developers of Divinity, Original Sin? Oh, God. Uh, Larian uh, Studio. Yeah. Like, when they were announced as the devs for uh, Baldur's Gate 3, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Isn't a more perfect fit. So, and that's kind of how I feel here with uh, Io and James Bond. So, yeah. yeah. Sure, that's coming. Coming that's to a... Gaming news. Uh, that is gaming news. Going to move on to questions. If, if you want to send us questions, you can email us, as always, checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. Also got all the social platforms, uh, Instagram at checkpointchat, Twitter at checkpointchat, TikTok, don't send us <laughs> fleets. Um, what? Oh, my gosh. Facebook.com slash checkpointchat. All of that. YouTube channel things. isn't Checkpoint Chat. Go subscribe there so we can get Checkpoint Chat in the URL. It would benefit us. Yeah, I mean, you can't send us questions on YouTube, but just go do that anyway. No. I mean, if you leave a comment, I'll probably see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We'll. So l last week we did not answer questions because we... Because we're terrible I mean, people. We're, we're, we are such bad people. And we, we recorded late on a Monday evening and we were tired and we did a lovely little deep dive into the PS5. However, we did get questions back then. So I've dug deep into the archives and we have mm. a couple from Megs on Twitter. So question one, did Maddie get a PS5? I did in fact get a PS5. Huzzah. Huzzah. Um, you drove all the way to the <laughs> east to come and collect that your PS5. That was a rush. I went in a lunchtime. I mean, lunch is like an hour long. Yeah. You live far. So I was, drive I was really was, speeding. Yeah, <laughs> it was a rush. Um, 
how long will people keep Astro's Playroom on SSD before they delete it for the space conscious COD? So I suppose you could answer this because mm. you've platinumed the game. But I, I don't know. I kind of get the impression you're not going to uninstall it anytime soon because no. you might want to show other people the game as well. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like I, I feel like Astro's Playroom is the perfect thing to be like, hey, sit down for five minutes and check this shit out. It's also only 10 gigs. So yeah, I was gonna say it's not that big. Yeah, like unless I'm like literally cannot uninstall uh, install something because of that, you know. I think I'd uninstall something else. You know, put it this way: like if I'm running out of space, ten gigs is likely not going to help that install. Mm. Um, I yeah. could download, so, uh, I could delete something else that would probably serve as a better, a better space saver. So. <laughs> You could delete COD and make space for like at least five other games. So oh, at least, at least. I'm I'm already considering just deleting like the zombies and multiplayer from COD just because like I don't see myself playing that anytime soon. So yeah, when I downloaded that, so just on that, I've downloaded uh, Astro's Playroom. I've got Demon Souls. I've got uh, Valhalla. I've got Miles Morales. I think that's everything. Um, and I've got I've used up half my hard drive. Yeah, which. I, th- I thought it would be more, to be honest, because Co- Call of Duty is massive. It's but, yeah. huge. And also, like, it's... Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered, I think, together are, like, 100 gigs as well. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, next question. Have you guys noticed that ever since Final Fantasy 16 was announced, people suddenly remember that Final Fantasy 7 Remastered is still at part one and they need part two ASAP? But remake, I don't... though. Remake, yeah. Sorry, yeah, not remastered, remake. Um, I... I they're two know, different teams yeah i haven't seen that personally and yeah they're being developed independently Completely of each other two different teams yeah i mean, I mean nomura, nomura is still doing part two and the director for 16 is it's the final uh, fantasy 14 yeah what's his name guy. i can't remember his name off the top of my head i mean and the reason people want the next part of final fantasy 7 remastered is because the one that came out this year was just that good like mm-hmm. it was phenomenal um, oh, I mean, I'm, no, it can't be that. No, that's Tabata's 15. Can't be. Mm, it might. No, no, no I don't it, think isn't. it is him. No. Uh, uh, is, okay, okay, I might be butchering this, but it is directed by Hishiro Takai and produced by Naoki Yoshida. Okay. So Those guys. Naoki I think, Yoshida. I think, I think he's done Final Fantasy 14, if I'm not mistaken could be wrong yeah he was he was the uh sonake yoshida was the director and producer of uh realm reborn final fantasy 14 yeah. okay. i remember seeing him he was at the when i was at the um the final fantasy 14 symphony um mm-hmm. after e3 he was there i, I recognize him now on stage that's cool yeah that's cool man so yeah what a show um, yeah i i think they, they're two different things and you know Square Enix is obviously padding this out so that there is more Final Fantasy more frequently. Um, mm. I don't expect Remake Part 2 for the next two years at least. I don't At either. the very least. Look, uh, I do think they've got, the, they've got the engine down, they've got the assets, I mean the, the base assets, like the characters, that sort of thing, the battle system. Uh, but I, I'm curious to see how much they keep from Part 1 mm-hmm. um, you know, throughout the game. Because like, what will they do? Do you technically restart your leveling at part two i'm pretty sure you'll have to then do they just you know keep the same system or i don't know we'll see and also like are they doing three parts are they doing two parts i I think it'll be three parts i don't see this game being two parts yeah Um, if they they stick with the way they structured i mean midgar 
was only what uh, a very small part that, of the that original was a tiny so, i mean not tiny it was like eight the opening eight hours of the game yeah really and there's a lot um, happening after that i i, I could I mean, it, I don't think it'll go into four parts, but definitely three parts. Yeah, definitely. I think three parts. Um, next question. So, do you, do you, do you know the cover art of Cold War? Like, do you can you envision it? It's yes. the soldier. So Meg says, "Does the card Black Ops Cold War soldier remind you of Tropico?" Tropico. It kind of does. Tropico the what the drink? If it's the bo- no, <laughs> not Tropico. Oh. Tropico. The game, the, oh, the construction the game. management game. Yes, yeah. yes. It does, purely because the guy's got like these, these kick-ass sunglasses in one half of the image. <laughs> yes, I always remember it, Tropico's um, art is like, it almost looks like Fidel Castro. It, yeah, and yeah. I think that's 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 the, the comparison I guess, there. yeah, that, that, that is quite similar. Um, I like the, uh, the box art for Cold War. I think it's actually nice and kind mm. of striking. Um, that's really cool for a change um and then uh, the second last oh this is the last question from mix he says now that the xbox series x and s and the playstation 5 are here how long before nintendo releases the new switch to keep up ish i would well Mm. i don't think nintendo is releasing a new switch to keep up with playstation and xbox is they are rolling by the beat of their own drum at this point and they're doing perfectly fine Oh, like, yeah. I don't think. 100%. I mean, the Switch is still selling gangbusters. So, mm. uh, but I mean, they have already indicated um, in shareholder meetings that a new, more powerful Switch is in development. So, Ooh. I suspect we'll hear about it this year. Next whether year. It re- oh, next year. Sorry. Yeah. Whether it releases next year or not, I don't know. Um, it would make sense because 2017. You know, by the end of 2021, it would have been just shy of four years. So, mm. if Nintendo is going to do like a mid gen refresh, also, like, what is gens to Nintendo now? Like, it's do they nothing, just continue like, with the Switch as a platform, like, a, a, as a as a medium, like, make mm. it more powerful? But this is what our consoles are now. They are hybrid mm. consoles. I yeah. I can't see them going back to a strictly portable, strictly home I console design. I also agree. I think at the very least, the next console will be a hundred percent still. If it's if if it's a new switch or whatever the next thing is, I still think it will be a hybrid. Mm. Um, and is like, it, I don't need like a four K switch. Like no, at all. Look, I think a new switch with better battery life, maybe design different. Mm. I wouldn't say no. Mm. I mean, I'd be keen to see what it looks like. But it's like I'm very happy with my switch and. Before the Switch Lite came out, we did we did speculate like that there's the Switch, which is the hybrid. They're going to at some stage release the handheld only, and they've done mm-hmm. that. So yeah, the Switch Lite, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. I you know I would be happy. I I don't need a 1080p screen on the you know actual device. I think 720p yeah. on that size screen is perfect. I think what they could do is reduce the bezels a little bit. Um, yeah. But I think the the 720p is good, and then if you put more powerful hardware in there, then games will just run better. Because like Age of Calamity, as much as I enjoyed that demo, it ran like trash. Um, <laughs> it really did, sure. even in portable mode. Um, and you know when Breath of the Wild launched, it had performance issues as well. Mm. So like keep it. If they push that thing to 1080p and we run into the same performance issues, they'll ju- to me it makes no sense because mm. that screen is small enough where 720p looks super crisp. So yeah. just keep it. Um, yeah. The one thing I would like is a native 
so I don't want, I don't think it's uh, it's you know like realistic to expect this thing to run games at 4K. What mm. I would like is a native 4K output from the Switch, and the difference mm. there is then UI can scale to 4K. Because right yeah. now the max it outputs is 1080p, and all of that is blown up on a 4K display, so your yeah. UI looks like fuzzy. Um, yeah. So just get a native 4K output on the new one so that UI mm. at least looks sharp um, and then run games at 1080p. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, and then, sorry, Mix did say, thank you for... Wait, where did that email... Oh, that message go. Thanks for the advice on Assassin's Creed. I bought Origins Gold Complete nice. Edition for 214 rond. Oh, that comes with all the DLC. I played... So, I, like, I really enjoyed Origins, and then I played the one DLC called The Hidden Ones, which kind of, like, mm. shows the origins of the Assassin's Creed order. And then there's another DLC, which I want to play, which I haven't, which is called... Oh, I've forgotten now, but it's basically, like, the the very mythological take on it. It's, like, dead fairies have come back alive, and you've got, like, mm. shit going down in Egypt. So, looks fun. That's cool. <laughs> Okay, we fly over to email. We have a couple of questions from Oh my Malesh. God, sorry says, to interrupt, but I was I, I still have the game releases list open and I'm just looking at games coming out in 2021 and there is a game, I shit you not, that the <laughs> name of the game is Martha is Dead. And I, I'm just thinking of... Of, of our poor Martha, Batman. No. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, oh, what is Martha. this game? So I was, I'm thinking of... Why uh, did you say Adele. that name? Adele named Martha. Are you talking about? Oh, oh, well, you do. I was just thinking of Batman vs Superman. Wow. I just can't believe that that that's a game. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Where is it? <laughs> Where is she? Um, so emails from Malesh. He says, so now that the next gen consoles are finally out, can we finally say that the longest E3 ever is over? So the official <sighs> end date. No. It's 10 December, I guess, with the, with the release of Cyberpunk. Yeah, I, that, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, it's not over until Cyberpunk comes out. But yeah, um, yes, and it says, man, it has really felt like E3 every every second week this year. It's been, yeah, it's been fucking wild. tiring. Um, <laughs> from I, I mean, it's all exciting. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But mm. from a perspective of someone who covers games every day, it's been tiring. It's exhausting, I'm, yeah. I am ready well, for not having to look at Twitter and expect like some big thing some to happen. Some big drop, yeah. yeah. Well, malicious to you and everyone else in games journalism who might be listening. Thank you for your tireless coverage oh. of news for the entire year. That's really that's really kind of you. Thank you, Malish. Good Lord. I mean, it's, we it's complain been, about yeah. it like it's the worst job in the world. I love my job. It's, like, yeah, it's a good time. I love it. But okay, nice. like any job, it can be mentally taxing. and physically taxing. Yeah. So, yeah. so next email, he says, you guys, I made it. I have a next-gen console. <gasps> so as you already said in the previous episode, the Series X is like an epic PC upgrade. All new, but all the same. Sick. My launch titles have been Tetris Effect and Jedi oh. Fallen Order, thanks to Game Pass. I ignored the UB sandboxes because like so many others, I was expecting to grab Cyberpunk. Mm. Um, I was hoping to get something to show me some of that sweet RTX in action. What would you recommend be an RT showcase on the Series X? Uh, my first choice was Control, which I intentionally skipped because it is touted as an RT showcase, so it was inevitable that we'd get that on new consoles. But it seems that patch is delayed to 2021. It's also not a patch. Um, it's a new version of the game. Well, new, so new I hope version, you haven't yeah. bought the game. <laughs> <laughs> so which would you choose between Watch Dogs, Legion, Devil May Cry 5, Special Edition, or something else? Oh, as a as a ray tracing, tracing showcase. Yeah. Um, hmm. I suppose you know what you could maybe. Oh, you know what you could grab, Malesh. It, 
I think it should be on Xbox Game Pass because EA Play is Battlefield Five. I mean, I don't know Battlefield that, Five, uh, but I don't know if that has ray tracing on console because it's. Oh, uh, sorry, maybe not on console. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because it Damn. definitely has it on PC, but unless they've patched it, it doesn't have it on console. I mean, um, it's worth investigating because um, maybe they don't. You're right. Yeah. Interesting though. Um, they should. They should just patch it and and put yeah. it in there. But um. Um, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the better, like I, I haven't tried Watch Dogs with the ray tracing patch. I've downloaded the game, but I haven't tried it just because I think Watch Dogs is a very boring game. So I don't really want to play it anymore. <laughs> um, but from the gameplay video I saw of Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, that ray tracing looks friggin' awesome. Um, I mean, Devil May Cry 5 default is a stunning game. Yeah. So, so I put mean, on it's some running on the RE engines. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you, uh, but then again, like, if you aren't super into character action games, then you're going to boot it up, look at it, and be like, that's nice, and then not enjoy <laughs> the game. That's nice, and then just put it away. So I think, you know, between Watch Dogs and, and Devil May Cry, pick the game that also appeals to you most right now. Mm. Uh, just kind of see it. Uh, Call of Duty's ray tracing, just like in previous times, is very subtle, I find. Mm. Um but I think of other games that have yeah, ray tracing. Thinking, I don't know if there's anything Gears doesn't now. have ray tracing or Forza mm. doesn't have ray tracing. But they At do the have they do have, you know, Xbox Series X enhanced patches that yeah. make the game look better. So those are fun. Look, at the very least, games that release moving forward should have oh, some yeah. kind of ray tracing. It's just at, the, at this stage, like this weird... It's 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 just weird. Although I'll say that it's not like the PlayStation 5's launch titles besides Spider-Man really has ray tracing. Yeah, Demon's I mean, Souls, Demon's Souls doesn't, Souls have, doesn't have Astro's Playroom doesn't really have... I actually really don't have. know if it... Yeah, I don't think it has, yeah. Yeah. It's... Um, it, it's a, it, you know, it's going to be a, a weird thing this gen because it already is the thing of like in Spider-Man... It's like, do you want ray tracing at 30 or do you want the game at 60? You know 60, what I mean? 60, yeah. And that's already happening. Um, yeah. And if you kept an eye on AMD released their new GPUs this week um, with, you know, reviews and whatever, um, and that's the architecture that is baked into these new consoles. And it turns out that the real the real Achilles heel of these cards is ray tracing. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> they just aren't like, they are trading blows with NVIDIA's cards in normal rasterized uh, um, workloads. But like you compare the RTX 3080 and the RX 6800 XT um, in control. Without ray tracing, they are basically neck and neck. With ray tracing, mm. the 3080 is like something like 30 to 40 frames per second faster. It's sure. So amd's you know this is their first hardware that accelerates um ray tracing from a hardware level and it seems like mm. what's in these consoles isn't their best shot at that yeah. which is disappointing but it's to temper your expectations for ray tracing in the future yeah um i don't know if we <laughs> answered the question though <laughs> i think i think we did devil may cry 5 special edition um, yeah i think so I, I think I think it's worth investigating Battlefield Five. I don't I, I hear you. Mm. I don't think it does have that update, but I mean maybe it does. I don't know. I haven't seen anything personally. Enjoy that fallen order. Fallen order though. Fallen order. I know now yeah. if you pop it into performance mode, it's at 1080p, whatever. But it you'll have your locked 60, which it never was on all the consoles. Also, so. you'll have fast load times. 
That which was too, because man, that the load times are there. Achilles heel on consoles. So enjoy, enjoy the fast load times. <laughs> man, on console it was so painful. You played on PC, so it wasn't as painful. No, no, I played on console and then I moved to PC. Ah. so it was like a tangible, like oh my god, what Jeez. a difference! Night and um, day difference. Yeah. <laughs> next question. Any reason you changed your outro theme song? Last episode had a slow down version. What? I actually forgot to tell you about this. So, for those of you who don't know, Alessandro edits uh, like gets the audio he exports it for podcast platforms and i get it and i put it on youtube um for some reason the outro song on the last episode was like slowed down like 20 30 percent so it was wow. super slow okay so, i don't know how that happened <laughs> um it was hilarious it was like this is what being on drugs must be like yeah it was super slow don't think it was intentional yeah that uh, that's the first i'm hearing of it um so i'll make sure that i don't even know how i did that by accident um it it happens sometimes when you send me the audio the 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 full episode's fun i wonder if it's because we changed the project rate (gasps) oh maybe that is hilarious but the intro song sounded fun i think yeah i wonder if that's Hmm. the issue well, we well, guess we'll see you again this week because <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure that I don't edit it. And if it does it again, then it's definitely us changing the project rate, which means I'll have to find a new version of that song. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <sighs> and then last, last comment from Malesh. Someone came up to me last night holding a beer and claimed to be a ventriloquist. <laughs> but I think it was the drink talking. Oh, get out. <laughs> get out. You, you're banned from questions. Uh, <laughs> for, for one week, you for can't one say week. anything. Think about what you've done. <laughs> Go sit, go, go sit in the corner and play on your Xbox, okay? <laughs> Just don't disturb. <laughs> That's it. That's all the questions. Awesome. Uh, if you want to send us questions it. like Melish and Migs, you are welcome to email us, checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. You can also message us on all our social platforms any time of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Checkpoint Chat on Instagram, facebook.com slash checkpointchat, uh, on Twitter at checkpointchat, fleets. Get fleety with us. Um, <laughs> um, check out our YouTube channel. We've got lots of yeah, PlayStation 5 footage up there. Yeah, we're really putting some effort into that YouTube channel. So if yeah. you haven't already, please do share the love. Give us a, a subscribe. Dro- mm. Drop some likes if you like it. You know, sprinkle them like Salt Bay. Just sprinkle yeah. them all over the YouTube. Sprinkle the love. Uh, I'm, um, I'm really proud of of the video stuff we managed this week considering you both have full-time jobs but we yeah the, we essentially managed five videos this week which i feel very happy about so yeah which is yeah. just insane um, but on that though the next episode i don't know what order we're releasing so you could be hearing this either before or after a special animal crossing oh right episode. yeah i think have this will definitely be before because i think animal crossing is okay. only later in the week but yes our okay. second yeah second of episode of three animal crossing special editions in uh in partnership with nintendo south africa is coming out soon we're visiting a island where we're not looking at the island specifically but uh we've got a south african creator who's curated some very interesting villages that i'm the largest yeah i'm curious to see them and we are recording that later today so Mm -hmm. so yeah look out for that look out for that we'll post it on the social channels and all of that as well. but as always mm-hmm, thank mm-hmm. you for listening it's been episode yes. 125 of checkpoint chat i'll try not to slow down week. the outro um, <laughs> 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 go back and listen it was really like i need it i need it. I, I swear it's happened before as well i've 
I remember a, an older episode where that happened as well. Um, so I wonder what happened. I don't know. Curious. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. See you next Goodbye. week. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.